Jane, and welcome to This Is Home. This Is Home is a series of interviews and paintings based on those interviews. It is an exploration of what feels like home and how that relates to a physical place. I'm a Chicago area architect and artist, and I'm interviewing people to find out what's special about their home and making paintings which attempt to capture that specialness. Today, we will be visiting Katrina Van Valkenburg. I'm Mike Newman. Please come inside and make yourself comfortable. This is home. Katrina has lived in Chicago for 25 years and her husband Mike for 26. They live in a house in Chicago's West Town neighborhood. Mike, an architect, runs an office on the first floor. Delilah, their dog, was sitting on the couch between Mike and Katrina as I interviewed them. The couple say that they are accidental Chicagoans. We moved to Chicago when uh, Mike went to architecture school. So we moved here and we came from Boston and we thought three years and done. We're back to Boston. That's home. And uh, and then Mike graduated from school and got a job and I was working and at some point, I think it was about 10 years later, we kind of looked at each other and realized that we now lived here and that we had somehow never moved back to Boston. But it was kind of a surprise to us, I think. Somebody, we were actually at a party and somebody said, hey, you guys have been here for 10 years. I guess you're Chicagoans now. And we kind of looked at each other, like, kind of aghast, and like, how the hell did that happen? Um, and, but, I, you know, pretty quickly we actually talked about it and said, yeah, we, we are. So it wasn't a planned thing. We actually meant for it to be different, but that's what happened. Katrina and Mike have lived in their current home for 13 years. They have seen the neighborhood as a whole, and their street in particular, undergo a lot of change in those years. When we moved here, we thought we were moving into a Mexican neighborhood. Um, and then it was only after we had lived here for a little while we realized it's really an Italian it's neighborhood. It's Italians. The old school Grand Avenue Italians, a lot of the, all the older residents on our street, um, are all Italian, and and so it was kind of an interesting and kind it's of moment. Slowly to been like selling off, and like a lot of the new houses, like this area has gone through a crazy period in the last like four years. I mean, they've been tearing down all the um, kind of lesser houses and frame houses and stuff like that, and building these kind of enormous single families, like up and down these few blocks in this sort of general area. It's been an enormous number of teardowns, and then. Uh, these new houses going up. So, so a lot of the old Italians are gone now. My favorite thing about our neighborhood when we moved here, at one point that house was for sale and it was listed at a million dollars. And our neighbor next door in this old house was renting her apartment for $450 a month. And um, and it was that kind of lovely moment where you were like, this is what a neighborhood should be, right? It has all this economic diversity. And over time, since we've lived here, that, of course, goes farther and farther away. It's just been totally rebuilt. Yeah, and so Mike and I now. are like, um, we're, we're kind of considered like the old timers on the street, along, even though we haven't lived here that long, but along with the other true old timers on the street. And partially it's because we 
park on the street. We don't park in the garage. So we have a street life, and we enter through our front door. And that's sort of an old-timer thing on our street, is the old-timers are the ones who are on their front stoops and have sort of a presence and that and sort of thing. Almost all of the newer houses, you don't, unless they have a dog, um, you don't see those folks because they come in and out of their garages. Mike and Katrina say that they feel at home in their house, and that when they first found it, they knew immediately it was just right for them. The second story, which is nearly completely open plan, is where they spend most of their time. Mike and Katrina say they are almost always together in the same room. Yeah, Mike and I had this funny thing when we first saw this house. So we had seen, like, a ton of houses with our realtor um, when we were looking for a place. She was very reasonable. She kept going over and over. <laughs> and she'd take us to places that were perfectly lovely, but they didn't nice. make sense to us. But we right. literally walked in this house, and we thought, there is no one else that this house is right for. Like, for us, yeah. we were like, this is our house. It was really clear to us. It was just wacky enough. And like, and there, was, there were a couple things that you couldn't see. Like, you couldn't quite see it as clearly as you can now. Like, Weirdly, the downstairs was all painted kind of dark grays, and and there was a big, there was like a room in the middle of the big room down there, and so it felt really cut up. But when we walked in, you could totally see the how it would be open, and we just painted light colors, and and that this floor would be one big space, and um, it's kind of like kind of like a three story loft house. Yeah. Because and we were actually because we had had the realization that we never used that second bedroom in our last place. And so the, like, we, we had had that actual discussion, and so the idea of having a loft made sense, but then we also kind of wanted a house. And so it took a while, but eventually we found a loft house. Katrina's house is completely covered in ivy in the summer, which is magical in its own way. It reminds me of the ivy-covered walls from The Secret Garden, which was one of my favorite books as a child. They say that the house is alive in the spring and summer, and that it changes through the seasons. And the house is really different in the summer versus the winter. In the spring and summer, it's, like, alive. The house is completely covered in plants both on the the brick ivy, but also in the back, there's like crazy vines in the back. Um, and in the winter, they all drop everything. And so the house becomes a brick house in the winter. Um, but like if you were telling somebody, oh yeah, ours is the, you know, that house down there, you, in the summer, you would absolutely say ours is the one covered in ivy. Because like everybody knows the house because it's completely covered in ivy. Um, but you couldn't say that in the winter because it's just a brick house in the winter. So like it physically looks different. Um, and there's something kind of like, you really feel the sum, like you feel the green and the summer and everything. Like when you look out the windows, you're looking through the Ivy, you know? So it's, it's 
present. Um, you've, like, it, it, the, the whole thing kind of feels alive, if you will. Um, and like certain times you open up the front door and there's like a million bugs because they all living in the ivy right then. And then other times you, you, when you open the door, you get this little rain of seeds that come down because for like a week it, they seed, you know. And so like you feel the time and the season in a way that I think most people in most houses don't. Uh, and we used to cut the ivy back off the windows up here. But, you know, we kind of like it. I think it kind of might freak our neighbors out across the street. But it sort of feels like you're living in a tree. It kind of feels like a tree house. And there's something kind of lovely about that feeling that I kind of like. The world being filtered through the green. interesting that Mike described the house as alive. I was really struck when Katrina mentioned that they used to cut the ivy back at the windows, but now they like to let it grow across the windows, and that it feels like living in a tree or a tree house. It made me want to paint one of the windows in the second floor living space to try and capture a bit of that tree house feeling. Katrina says that she feels grounded at home, and that home makes everything possible. Mike says that his sense of home comes less from the place of home than it does from sharing his home with Katrina. Kind of, I don't know, ease or comfort or something. Yeah. Um, There's something, I've always found it really comforting to be near my stuff. So I sometimes talk about it as like being able to touch my stuff. There's something about that, about that, and not that my stuff is so precious, but that somehow it, uh, helps me feel grounded, kind of, and I think there's that about coming home is that feeling of uh, even if you've had a great time, there's something really uh, comforting about being in, uh, in a place that feels so familiar and that you know so well. I think it kind of makes everything possible. You know, that sense of going out in the world and coming home and feeling protected and feeling grounded and then feeling like you can go out and do what you do in the world, but feeling like there's that kind of sense of sanctuary that you come back to that you can touch on. And so, like, I've actually thought about, like, to me, like, I could actually live in one room. Like, I, like, I mean, when I say that, I mean, like, a regular room, not a giant room like this. Um, It's nice to have the space. It's nice to be able to move around and put stuff somewhere else and do all that, but... Um, like to me, the sense of home is really because it's, uh, it's where Katrina is and it, it, I, I really like this house and I, I, you know, I, I like the neighborhood and I like all this, but like, you know, we could be anywhere. I don't think it would really matter that much. posting the paintings until the exhibit of the full collection in December of 2015. The exhibit will take place at Firecat Projects located at 2124 North Damon Avenue.